Welcome, everybody, to this episode of The Psychic Wives. I'm Ginger Hendry. I'm Kathy Rumsey. And I'm Jerry Carabin. And we're really excited to have a guest with us today. We have Kelly McDermott Burns. And Kelly is the East Coast Director of the Shelter Animal Reiki Association and the founder of Heart Song Reiki and Heart Song for Animals. Welcome, Kelly. Thank you. So good to have you here. Yeah, we're really excited about this because all of us are in practice Reiki, not to the extent that you're doing. And I think that um, this is just going to be really interesting for those people that are listening today that may know about Reiki, but not understand Reiki with animals and not understand the extent of which you're working. Um, and, this, and this whole group is working. So can you give us an idea? Well, let us know a little bit about yourself and how you got started. Oh, okay. So, um, I live up in central Vermont and, um, years ago I got into Reiki, um, just to, um, find a way to be helpful in the world, uh, and, uh, connect with people more. And, um, so I started taking human Reiki classes and I've always been a huge animal lover. Um, and had, you know, instead of having dolls, I had stuffed animals. <laughs> I didn't have any dolls, but, um, I, um, was wondering, well, how could we apply, you know, could I apply this with animals? And so I was on Amazon looking for books about Reiki and animals and discovered Kathleen Prasad's first book, Animal Reiki. And um, so I read that and I thought, oh, I really want to study with this person. Wound up um, going out to California to Bright Haven, um, which is hospice uh, for animals out um, where Kathleen was teaching regularly and took her first uh, teacher training, or my first teacher training class with her, um, and learned about the let animal, or learned about animal Reiki and the process of um, working with animals in, um, in a non-invasive way. Mm -hmm. um, and through that, um, she was just beginning to develop the Shelter Animal Reiki Association with Leah D'Ambrogio, who is our, Kathleen is our president, and Leah is our vice president. And so I really got, you know, kind of in with both feet, wasn't sure I could really go in and volunteer with animals and shelters. I was really, you know, nervous about that and how it would feel for me because I, you know, I was afraid of it was going to be painful, you know. But then I was so grateful because Kathleen said, well, if we don't do it, who's going to do it? So I was like, all right, I'll give you a shot. So I started, um, I started working with uh, Rutland County Humane Society, going in and volunteering with their animals. And from there, it just took off. I've, I've had my own practice since, um, our business practice since 2005, um, and have studied with several teachers along the way, um, and continue to study with Kathleen. Um, as a matter of fact, I just uh, was signed up for to reset her class at the Catskills Farm Sanctuary, but hopefully, you know, fingers crossed it's going to yeah. go again, which is where <laughs> I met Kathy. Yes. And um, so I'm really, you know, it's just been an exciting journey. I've had a lot of opportunities to work with all types of animals over um, the time that I've been doing animal Reiki. Um, we are really uh, over the years, I've watched uh, Kathleen's practice and um, teachings develop and evolve, and so we've um, so through that, it's our um, our work has evolved is have has evolved into the <laughs> let animals lead method of animal reiki, um, which is um, a different approach than most people have when they think of um, reiki with animals. A lot of times they think of you know it's like human reiki, but it really isn't, and our 
way of practicing is very much about giving the animals autonomy, um, seeing them as uh, their own um, orchestrators and their own healing, and we, we don't force it on them. So it's very different than when we would be working with humans. I have a strong human um, practice as well. I've worked with hospice. Um, um, I've set up a couple of programs in local hospitals and continue to work with people and teach both types of classes, regular Reiki for humans and then Reiki with animals. And, um, you know, they've really been, you know, complementary in interesting ways, um, but it's not the same approach. So the let animals lead method that Kathleen developed um, and um, actually registered recently in the last couple of years is a type of, is a way of working with animals that um, is very much hands off. Oh, yeah, can you talk, can you expand a little bit about that, like the difference between, like I know we had talked um, previously and uh, the three of us were, four of us were talking and you said, Kathy, you, you and, and Kelly were talking about how it's not the same, like, oh, I'm a Reiki master and now I'm doing it on my animals. Yeah. Can you guys kind of touch on that a little bit, the, 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 the differences? Right, right. So what I've seen most, uh, a lot of times, is that people will take their their uh, human practice the way they work with people where we're you know somebody's on a table and we have specific hand positions um, as we're working with the energy um, some practice some lineages may or may not include meditation in that practice um, but we are all about the meditation um, we do uh, that's basically what we're doing we're sitting and meditating with the animals so at where um, when I'm working with a human I'm I'm moving around and I'm doing different things with my hand positions while they're still on the table. It's the opposite with animals where I'm sitting quietly in meditation and letting the animal come to me or not, you know, just move around me in any way that's comfortable for them. So we never touch the animals unless they initiate it. And in that way, um, it's less invasive for them. A lot of times, of course, with animals in shelters, um, you know, it's really difficult for them to be around people, first of all. Um, they're in a new place, they're scared, they're stressed, um, they may have been abused, there are all kinds of situations that we can see in a shelter. And so that's why um, this, this type of practice has been really, um, has really, to me, made such a difference of like seeing an animal as, oh, I'm gonna go and put my hands on them, I'm gonna go and fix this animal. Um, I, I can put hand positions on them like I do with people. Well, imagine reaching out to an animal who's in a shelter who doesn't know you and just putting your hands on them. Um, it's very invasive. And, and the let animals lead method also allows us to build trust because, you know, we're sitting there, we're not requiring anything of them. We're just allowing them to, you know, take the energy or not take the energy, be in the space or not be in the space. It's completely up to them. And I definitely have seen better results with that. Um, in, the, in the old days, I used to try to apply what I knew from human Reiki to my own animals. And then I'd, and they'd be like, you know, I was like, why doesn't she like Reiki? She just loves to be near me and petted and stuff. And then I noticed, oh, she loves to be near me when I meditate, you know? And then I started studying with Kathleen and, and we've always, um, I've always learned from her right from the beginning, this approach of being very hands-off with the animals. And, um, and I discovered, you know, when I just leave my cats alone and I'm sitting in meditation, they come wandering around, you know, it's yeah. like sitting, I had one that would sit behind me, but she wouldn't let me touch her. Another would climb in my lap. 
my current cat um, that's, that loves Reiki, Bo, he's this big orange boy. I had to give up my meditation bench because he wants to be in my lap and he just would slide <laughs> up. So now I have to sit on the couch or sit on, you know, sit on the chair and he gets in my lap and he loves Reiki. All he has to do is hear the music and me start to do, you know, go into my centering breathing and then he's boom, right in my lap. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. You know, um, a couple, I guess it's been a couple of years now since I was taking Kathleen's online courses in preparation for the course that you and I met at, which was, yeah. oh my gosh, the Catskill Animal Sanctuary is the most unbelievable venue for yeah. this, uh, for those classes. But um, I was with my husband at a, at a bike shop in town and they have a shop dog and she's a, she's a great dog. She's very nice, but she's very much like I'm a shop dog. Don't touch me. Like, mm -hmm. and everybody always wants to see her, but she's just not really a people dog. So I've never tried to, you know, I'm very much a like hands off. You can tell if an animal wants to be petted or not. And I'm not yep. one to pet an animal who's not interested. Um, <laughs> but my husband was, was there and I was with him. And so I ended up just going and sitting down and I was taking her, I can't remember which class it was, but I was like, oh, I'm just going to practice. So I just sat in, you know, crossed my legs and sat in the lotus position and started meditating. And there were a lot of people in the shop and they were all talking about how much they wanted to see this dog. And I was just sitting there doing my own thing. And all of a sudden she comes over and she walks right. So she's standing right in front of my legs and she just stands there. And I just kept offering Reiki and then she walked like she was going to walk away from me. She started walking away and then she actually like backed up and sat her butt in my lap. <laughs> That's awesome. And it was such a clear message of this Thank is where you. I want it. Yeah. This is where I want. And, yeah. and I really, I don't know how to say it other than the fact that I'm an animal intuitive, but I think that anybody could do it. It was so easy it was so obviously communicated to me that she wanted me to put my hands on her mm -hmm. and it was just like this knowing of yes i'm giving you permission i would like this mm. and so that it was such a great illustration for me because oh. i have the same thing with my my animals and not just my cats but my my little dogs too when i start meditating it's like they're in a line they're just waiting to come yeah. sit with me it's hysterical <laughs> The yes. energetic. And the thing is, is that what, what we learn about why Kathleen teaches the method this way versus the, you put your hands on like a human and you, you know, like shoot Reiki into the bad or the, you know, the part that needs to be fixed or whatever is animals are way too sensitive right, to right, receive right. that. Right. And and a, I don't think a lot of people get that, that they are so sensitive to energy. Um, I actually tried a couple of weeks ago, I had my horse and he, we don't cross tie our horses, but I have a, you know, I don't know what it's called, but I, I will hook him to a wall so that he's secure. He stays, yeah, so he stays. <laughs> Helping I, you out here. I, I plan. <laughs> I'm a new horse owner. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> Lucky you. Whatever. Um, but usually I offer Reiki like when he's out in the, in the paddock or whatever, or um, 
if I have the benefit of having the arena to myself, I'll just let him walk free and offer Reiki. Well, this time there were other horses and he was, again, you know, connected to the wall so he couldn't get away. And I started doing my thing. And it was funny because as soon as I put my hands down at my sides to like offer Reiki out, he startled. And I think it was one of those, whoa, that was a lot. And I can't get away. Right. Yeah. Mm. And it was like, I immediately stopped and was like, I'm so sorry. Too much, too close, whatever. You know, just me not recognize. Again, I'm new, blah, blah, blah. Um, I thought because I had done it enough with him that he would be okay. But what a difference that him not being free to walk away made. And what a Um, teacher, right? Yeah. So that's... you know, teaches me, I, you know, yeah. And we see, we see the animals as equal partners in the healing process. Right. And and not only that, we do see them as teachers that, you know, show us, um, have us take deeper looks inside also, like, what do I want from this animal? Why am I like, you know, I'm trying to make this work. I'm trying to make this happen. It's, Mm -hmm. it's an, um, opportunity for us to, you know, look inside of like, you know, do I have an agenda? Do I, you know, have, Ooh, I you love know, am you I wanting that. an outcome? And I you love know, you said that because it's, we talk about this too. Like when we do things, like one of my things, whenever I do a mediumship reading or a psychic reading or animal, whatever is um, let me be of service. Right. And by doing that, it's let me be of service to spirit or the client or the animal or whatever, taking the ego out of it. So I love that you kind of are talking about that piece because um, the agenda piece. I think that's the word you, you just used. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I'm going in here and I'm going to fix this animal or whatever. It, 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 I, I understand it's coming from a, a good place, right? but not necessarily the, the right place. Can, can you talk a little, so you go into shelters and do this mm-hmm. or shelter animals. Can you talk a little bit about like, what's the process? Like how does, you know, ABC, so to speak? Well, um, um, the process for me is, you know, and for everybody um, that's practicing this way, um, is really begins at home where we're getting into our daily meditation practice, where we're using, um, you know, the let animals, animals lead method is based on some Japanese Reiki techniques so that we use, you know, specific breathing type, uh, types of breathing to expand our energy and strengthen our energy, keep us centered and grounded. And then, um, and so then when I'm already in that, you know, I'm in a better space already because I've been, you know, regularly working on myself. Mm-hmm. And so I'm more grounded to be able to go into a situation like a shelter, first of all, because that was really scary for me in the beginning. And I've been in some situations in shelters, for instance, in India, where if I wasn't grounded, I would have been in a ton of trouble. I never would have been able to last. And um, so then when I, when I go to the shelter, I... Um, a lot of times because there's so many animals, I'll just go sit, for instance, in the cat room or in the intake room where the cats are all kind of getting ready to be, you know, assessed by the vet and everything and they can't go out for adoption yet. Usually they start there because they're pretty stressed. And then I'll just sit in the room and start doing my meditation and breathing, expanding my energy, creating that healing space. So let me interrupt for just one mm-hmm. second. So it's let the animal leads basically on two levels from what you're saying. In other words, if you're going into a cat room, you're letting the animals lead in A, they get to choose who wants it. Mm-hmm. 
and then be individually how they want it. Is that right. like a correct thing to say? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Because cool. once I, um, when I'm, um, you know, prepared and centered and grounded, you know, I'm, work, I'm feeling like I'm in the precepts, which are really important practice for us. Then I just invite whoever wants to receive to receive. And I let them know they don't have to, that yeah. it's not, okay. you know, they don't have to have any Reiki if they don't want to, whatever they want to do, take as much or as little, I'm just going to be here. And that's okay. all I do. I'm just there. I don't have, you know, like, oh, you should have this much and you should, you should receive rape. You look scared. Um, you know, okay, so it's I'm, sorry like I'm, I'm interrupting, but I'm going to do it again. No. So, okay. If you're in there, so you're in the cat room and there can be 10 cats around you. Yeah. You can, they can receive at the same time. Sure. Sure. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. So there's like no limit to the energy, right? It's just yeah, there. Right. So I, I see myself is like being this my lower hara a couple inches below my belly button what people would know as the second chakra mm -hmm. um i see that as like being the center point of a bubble you know this reiki energy bubble and the more i do my breathing and expanding that energy from every direction then they can just kind of move in and out of that if they want it's a healing creating a healing space that's awesome so yeah, then some of them like i can tell they're totally paying attention like if I'm in the free roaming cat room then I might look over and see you know cats over in the corner kind of watching me but they don't want to come near others are in my lap some are you know crying you know walking my shoulder <laughs> <your> head <laughs> yeah and it's really cool because I teach classes at Rutland County um, Humane Society on sun um, often on Sundays and when they're closed so we'll go in the cat room for practice like chair reiki and it's really interesting because when the students are really focused on each other, all this beautiful energy is flowing, but they're not focused on the cats. Mm -hmm. And so the cats will be like, oh, now I'm really curious. And they'll climb mm -hmm. all over everybody. And it's really cute to watch. But, but it's so different when we, we remove our focus from the animals. Because think about it. I mean, they, you know, here we are wanting something from them. They're in this situation, this new situation. They're not in a home. Who knows what their background is? And then, you know, we want something on top of that. But if we come in just with an open heart, um, Kathleen calls it as seeing is with your Reiki eyes and, um, and just seeing um, the beauty of each of the animals with no agenda, no need to heal them, no need to fix them and seeing them, seeing their inner light as perfect. You know, they're perfect mm -hmm. in where they are right at that moment. And if we're going in there and we're saying, oh, look at that poor animal, that's so sad, they're definitely going to feel that because they are sensitive. You know, just like Kathy was saying with the horse, I mean, you know, it's really amazing how much, um, you know, you can have a horse way down the hill and you start standing there and doing your breathing and expanding your energy and that horse's head's going to pop up, you know? Yeah. So they are super sensitive. Animals are super sensitive yeah. to it. Well, I did, when I learned Reiki, um, I did, you know, regular people Reiki, um, but I had just started <laughs> pet sitting. And so my intent was to do or offer Reiki to my uh, animal clients. And it really was more volunteer kind of thing. Like I didn't, I wasn't doing it as a business. It was just sort of something that I wanted to do. And so it was a big eye opener for me, exactly what you're saying. And this was in a whole different, not shelter environment, they're in their home, but some animals, um, and, and I didn't touch them. I was somehow knew not to touch unless they would come. And so for cats in particular, were really drawn um, to me doing that. 
Um, probably dogs too, but, but cats for some reason, whether they're more highly sensitive or I don't know, but, but I could feel that. Um, but I have a, had a, at the time I had a Yorkie who was in my lap, like the whole 16 years that I had him. He did not like Reiki. Um, <laughs> he would actually get up and leave the room if I did it. Wow. And it really hurt my feelings. <laughs> because well, he was like my, you, Ginger. Remember. I know, but he was like my baby. Like I did everything, you know what I mean? And so I love what you said about not having an agenda because I never would have thought that at the time. It wouldn't have occurred to me. He, I was his mother and I was giving him something. And do you know what I mean? And, and it yeah. was, like, I, don't, I don't want it, I'm, I'm leaving. So it was a big lesson for yeah. me. It was much more... Um, and he had the freedom to, and you acknowledged it and said, okay, go. Yes. Right? Like yeah. you didn't, you didn't force it hold on, on to him. Yeah. Or, no. You know, You're back here. <laughs> I'm not done. But it was an eye yeah, opener. I, um, I, I didn't think that that would happen. Like it just wasn't in kind of my, my thoughts. And then I did um, spend some time at a barn with horses and did it and I saw it in a whole different way. Uh, I mean, I, and I was back, but I saw horses that would move um, so that I could get kind of their behind mm -hmm. or their front, you know, whatever it was. And so it was fascinating to me um, to watch them maneuver themselves right. to get what they needed. So I guess. And that's really, that's another reason why we don't, you know, why do we need hand positions? Because they know what they need. Right. And if they really want Reiki in a specific area, they're going to show it to you just like Kathy's and, and your horse did. So, I mean, I had that situation with a little um, chihuahua at the shelter and he was an old guy he had just come in and he had been to the vet. So they had to pull some teeth and he got neutered and, you know, so he was all He's in his little space. In the, um, yeah, he had a rough day. So they asked me if I'd sit with him. So I, you know, sat on the floor and he was across from me and then he wandered over and, you know, he got in my lap and we had a nice little session. And when they do that, it's okay to touch them and pet them. And if they show any signs that they don't like it, we stop, you know, we totally mirror whatever they're doing, um, whatever they're showing us. And so, um, so I had other animals in the shelter I needed to get to. So after about a half an hour, I was like, okay, Joey, it's time to go. You know, I'm going to go work with some other animals. So. I gently lifted him off my legs, put him on the floor. And before I got up, he just like, I was sitting in, you know, um, in Lotus on the floor. So he just comes over, backs himself up to me, puts his back legs on my knee, sticks his butt up in the air. Like, I need it right here. Yeah. <laughs> Give me some. I'm not going right anywhere. Right here. Sit down. I'm neutered. <laughs> yeah. oh, He's adorable. But, you know, they do. They show us exactly what they need. And, you know, when we bring our own ego into it and our, you know, our, um, I mean, obviously, we we hope the best for them. We want the best for them. But when we bring our desires into it, we're interfering with their healing process. And the the sessions are, are so much more powerful when they're in charge, you know. So when we let them lead, again, um, it's an amazing transformation that can happen for them. I just love the difference in that it's the this big feeling of just allowing and of you being the conduit for this. And again, mm -hmm. I know we've said it several times, like taking your agenda out of it. And it's just, it just, just in talking about the two differences feels like super powerful. Mm -hmm. like I'm here to be, like we said this before, but I'm here to be of service. Tell me how, tell me what you need. Right. You know, and, um, and it's, it's also giving 
the animals the the respect, respect right. that they respect. deserve for the sentient beings that they are and the fact that they are our teachers i i learn every day even on days i don't want to learn from my horse like mm -hmm. or my dogs or my cats or whatever um and it is like they let you know what they need when they need it. right right you have to listen you have to get out of your own way and, and listen and they they tune you in when you're you know there's something you need to work out you know like there are times when i'm like well you know why, what's up with this session and i do realize if i take a closer look oh i do want something to happen here right. i need to let that go you mm -hmm. know and it's time to you know like working with um i've had two cats um since i've been doing um reiki with animals two cats that have passed and the vet has come and you know the whole thing and it's super hard to stay in that, you know, place of letting go and um, in compa and compassion for your animal and yourself, right. recognizing that, you know, it's really hard. But on the other hand, my animal needs to do whatever it needs to do. You know, it's, mm -hmm. it's their process and just support through that, that way. And so, you know, there are so many ways that they teach us, you know, how to be present, um, how to be still. You know, I had um, an experience down at the care foundation in florida um where kathleen teaches every february and i i reset her classes a lot so you know she you know one of the things i think is important is for if you're a reiki teacher is to have a teacher um but also have a teacher who's learning constantly as well so um we all evolve together and um so anyway i was down at, at the care foundation resetting and and i was with my friend Jean and um my favorite one of my favorite stories because we were outside a fence where um, a chain link fence where Ignosi the man-eating crocodile was <laughs> and we were just doing Reju or spiritual blessing which is like an initiation we were practicing that on each other and I remember like Ignosi was right there and he was watching everything but he was completely still he didn't move at all but I knew for a fact he knew everything that was happening like he had such a sense of you know what was going on but he didn't have to move to see it and he was so still and i just for me that moment um his stillness i could feel that and that was like the first probably the first experience i ever had of being completely still like that mm. and um i'll never forget it i mean that whole feeling of you know that same week i was i think it was the same class <clears throat> somebody dropped uh, uh, the owner um the founder uh Kristen, dropped a small alligator in my hands one morning like he's your oldest i don't have my hands <laughs> like we're in a podcast but he wasn't big he was like a, a runt and it was morning so they don't move too quick you know but we were we were all um holding some of the animals somebody had birds somebody had a snake and you know it was a bunch of things so she drops this little alligator brutus in my hands and i'm just like oh my god <laughs> it was it had me i was in my chair so fast like i fell completely present and in my my chair and um because you know of course i don't know what he's gonna do right is how, how strong is he can i hold him what if he gets away yeah. but then once that all passed and i just felt that groundedness and that you know that complete presence with him it was amazing i mean i just was um that was a great lesson so i mean there are different ways that you know if we're looking if we're paying attention and you guys are all psychics right so this must be something that's pretty common for you if we're really paying attention 
there are so many lessons and so many things mm -hmm. that we can learn from our animal friends. Yeah. Yeah, we are. We are <laughs> all really terribly aware of that. And terribly um, aware of our lessons. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> terribly aware of how much we're not learning them. <laughs> and yeah. yeah. And just, yeah. And, you know, we, we mentioned, um, uh, amongst ourselves earlier before, before we brought you on about, you know, the whole world is learning a lesson in being still and, mm -hmm. and, um, what did we say? A cosmic bitch slap. Like, yeah, a cosmic <laughs> bitch pretty much. Slap. It feels you like, you know, if you don't pay attention when the lessons are still small, they just get bigger. They get and bigger and bigger. And bigger. bigger. And, yeah. Hey, I would love to ask you because, okay, so I know you work in the shelters, but you do this for individual clients as well, correct? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And so how does, do you, do you do it in person? Do you do it over the phone? Do you do it Zoom? How does, how does, an individual session work? Well, I do a lot of um, uh, distant Reiki, um, which is, you know, like a, usually about a half an hour session. People like that with their animals because I don't have, I don't have people bring their animals to my house. I will go to them, mm -hmm. but I have several people I've worked with around the States um, who we just set up an appointment and then um, I'll do the session with them, with their animal or with them, you know, people or animals, I do both. Um, and then for locals, I'll go to them and work with their animals and where the animal is most comfortable. So, you know, in their house or, you know, the animal's favorite room or somewhere where, you know, they're not restricted, but they're comfortable. But it's still going to be the same thing. Like, okay, so if I come to you and I say, you know, my German Shepherd has, you know, stomach issues or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's a German Shepherd, of course, she has stomach issues, but... <laughs> <laughs> my German, you know, whatever is it, I mean, you're still doing the same thing though. You're still letting the animal lead. You're not immediately like, ah, hands on. No, stuff. no. Um, so, so what I do, I always tell the people, well, first of all, usually I like to just sit the person in the chair and do a little Reiki with them because you never know where it's coming from, you know, what, right. what the issue is coming from. So, um, and then I'll sit on the floor or on the couch or something and then just do meditation. And I always tell the people, it's like, you can sit here if you want. It's always good, you know, if you want to hang out, but you know, you can't really um, talk a lot or engage because right. we're going to be going into meditation. It's probably boring to watch. Yeah. But you know, a lot of times I'll look over and they're just, you know, conked out. Yeah. <laughs> looking really dreamy, you know, and, um, and then we just work from there, you know, let the animal come to me or not, or go lay over on their bed or, on yeah. my lap sometimes they'll go to their person and lay down sleep and do you ever find it i know um kathy and ginger um you guys are probably all gonna say yeah you know i'll have clients that come to me for um coaching sessions or shamanic sessions and they are like this is the problem that's going on with me and as you connect and you're like whatever you're like that's not what's going on <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? so do you find that same thing the the human assumes they know right what's going on with their animal like i just said okay german shepherd stomach issues i'm gonna assume and not that i'm do you know what i mean is a client coming in and assuming oh yeah she has stomach issues and and i'm assuming you have to be like you know okay well we'll see yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I don't get involved in any of the diagnostic part of it. So yeah. that, I love that because it's really freeing for me. Yeah. Um, I don't, you know, we don't know what anybody's journey is, frankly, right. I, you know, and, I, and yeah. that's something that I also practice in my human Reiki session. You know, somebody might come to me because their knee's wonky, but I don't know, maybe there's something going on with their hip, right? right. Throwing their body out of alignment. Um, but, you know, I'll put 
Reiki hands on their knees. I'll, you know, you know, if that's because that feels good. Right. Right. But with an animal, I don't do that. And I will, you know, let the animal decide still what they want. Um, and I just let them know that this isn't a replacement for, you know, veterinary care. Yeah. Um, sometimes the issues are, uh, are mental, emotional, you know, like emotional, behavioral, sometimes they're physical. Um, sometimes the physical is manifesting another way, you know, so it's, it's not something I want to get involved with anyway. Yeah. All my job is, is to sit and be Reiki, mm-hmm. expand yeah. the energy, you know, anybody can do this. We all can do it. You know, mm-hmm. if we're focused and, you know, going into our, um, into, a, you know, peaceful breathing and centering ourselves, we can all do this. Yeah. But, you know, Kathy and I, for instance, you know, have been practicing a long time. We've been doing meditations. We've been, you know, doing specific practices, working with the Reiki precepts to work on ourselves. So my energy can maybe expand a little better than somebody who's never done it before. Yeah. Well, so that's the thing, right? We're all tapping into the same universal energy. Absolutely. That brings yeah. up another question. Um, not that this probably makes a difference, but, you know, there are different methods or schools or whether it's Yusui or um, Holy Fire or is there a particular um, form of Reiki that, that you've studied? Um, well, I've, I actually have studied quite a few. I started out with um, in the international or the, uh, the Reiki Alliance with a teacher from the Reiki Alliance, um, Hawaii Takata lineage. Um, and then I studied with... Um, Kath, let's see, uh, uh, William Rand's lineage. I didn't do the holy fire thing, but um, I learned Karuna Reiki at that time. And then, um, and that's when I learned about Kathleen. Kathleen had studied with Franz Stina of the International House of Reiki, and I started studying with him as well. And um, so a lot of the practices, um, like the specific breathing techniques that we learned originally came from my training with him. Um, Usui Reiki Ryoho. And, and, um, and we just recently were studying with Yakuten Inamoto. Several of us from the Shelter Animal Reiki Association went and studied with him. Um, Reiki, Komio Reiki Do. So um, the simplicity of the Japanese style of Reiki is really, really works well with animals. Mm. It's not a lot of excess stuff. It's all about really um, going within more than external practices and, um, and so that, that really suits because in that way, you know, we're working on ourselves. We're working on our own energy again and again. We're grounding. We're being, you know, bringing clarity to ourselves. We're getting rid of our garbage that, you know, blocks the light and our light. And so through that, um, that simplicity of not having to do anything to an animal or even a person, you know, right. and letting them, again, be the architect of their own healing um, is in a way super freeing, you know, because we're not like, oh, I got to fix this, or I have to diagnose that, or I've got to, you know, and this is not to belittle any other lineages, because I really, you know, everybody finds their own path, right? And it's all, as you said, you know, the same energy. But um, for me, you know, having to learn about, you know, what chakra does this and that and everything became, that was way too diagnostic for me. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't comfortable with that. Now, a lot of people are, and that's great, but it's not my thing. And so this way of practicing uh, really worked well for me right from the beginning. And, um, and then to be able to move into it with animals and learn how to let go of any expectations like that, as we were saying, 
And I love what Terry said. The word allow is like one of my favorite words yeah. in Reiki, you know, just allowing things to unfold and happen and not, um, you know, not have any designs on it. It's yeah. really important. And that, that is very respectful and it's really giving, uh, it's very um, humble and giving the animals or the people the opportunity to do what they need to do to heal. Right. We have a visitor. I know. <laughs> not, that our, not that our viewers can see, but it's so funny as you've talked about Reiki and yourself. <laughs> you have a wise old soul back there. Behind. That's Elsie. That's Elsie. Hey, I just want to ask a quick question about um, the, the meditation part before we wrap up. You guys say that, you know, you sit in meditation and you don't have to really go into the specific, but is it a specific med meditation or is it just what meditation works for you to get yourself in that meditative state does that do you understand what i'm saying like yeah I so when we, like we teach we do a lot of we have a lot of different um, guided meditations and um meditations that kathleen created um meditations that came from our japanese training okay um but the most basic somebody can do is to sit quietly um, setting an intention so important and I like to keep the intention very open so that we're not like all oh, my intention is to heal this animal or a person we don't say that at all right okay. you know, we're, we're very open about it so that they can decide what they need to do and then um, my breathing uh, meditation is to breathe the energy in through my crown and my nose and just feel it going down to my lower hara my lower belly and letting it gather there and then feeling it expand in every direction into my body, into the room all around me. And so each of those breaths grounds me. It, it um, as the breath comes down, it clears my energy center line and, and it um, brings all the stuff that's going on in my head. It grounds it in my lower Hara. Yeah. So it's, um, it's very grounding and it's a good place to start. You know, anybody can do it just a few deep breaths and feel, see how you feel. So it really is what works for you, getting you grounded and getting you centered and getting you out of your head and getting you mm -hmm. to that point of being of service and allowing and being the conduit. Right, right. To being at awesome. a place of quiet. I mean, you know, we, you know, even now after all these years, sometimes it's hard to get there. When, it, when all this yeah. kind of stuff is going on, it's hard to get there. Um, but, you know, I keep going back to it. Just go back to the breath, go back to the breath. And animals yeah. are very forgiving in a lot of ways, yes. you know? I mean, they'll tell you when you're messing up, but on the okay. other hand, they'll also be patient with you. So, yeah. you know, yeah. I'm really grateful for that because there are times where I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm not really focused <laughs> and I'll just try to get back to it. And, you know, they feel that beautiful loving energy from our hearts. Yeah, I think that's cool that you said that because all of us, you know, doing animal communication same way, I'm sure, I know I have, Kathy, Ginger, I'm sure you have as well when you're doing an animal communication or whatever and you're, 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 you're you need to kind of get yourself together because you're like being you know you're you're not focused you're not centered you're not grounded you're not whatever you want to call it and you literally have to say can you give me a second to the animal that and the animals are very like yeah take your time man. <laughs> get your act together I'm and on the other side of it if your act's not together right they're gonna let you know absolutely so that you're like oh crap i gotta get my act together hold on and they're like i'll wait <laughs> together. i'll wait you know and yeah. for those of you that are listening to this and are are maybe have once upon a time tried meditation or something like that. I can remember taking my first meditation class years ago, sitting down in a group of people and the meditation teacher said, if you find your mind wandering, it's okay, let it go, just 
tell yourself to go back to your breath. I, I basically, that first night, if I wasn't saying, just go back to your breath, just go back to your breath, in a loop, <laughs> my, yeah. my brain was like, I have to stop. Oh, it's a mantra. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> a mantra. Thankfully, I had signed up for the class with a friend. So it was like, we went to a weekly class and then we had, you know, we were practicing in between. So it's, I think if I'd gone to that first one and had that experience, I might've just walked away and been like, meditation's not for me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but it was, it was very much like try again tomorrow. Yeah. And it really does shift mm. pretty quickly, actually. It's mm. amazing. And it's, um, it's heartening to see with all the kind mm. of chaos that's going on in the world right now, that there are so many places that are offering, that are saying, mindfulness, meditation, this will help. And there are all these um, studios and stuff that might otherwise offer meditation in person that are doing it on their Facebook lives for free to right. people who don't belong. And it's such a great thing to open people up to whether you have your animals around or not. I mean, I will say it was very cool. Like once I started meditating regularly to see like, Oh, I just sat, you know, I'm just sitting in bed, but now all of a sudden all my animals are with me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because they just, they love the energy. So, yeah. um, but I guess the big, um, the big takeaway from that is if you've not done meditation before and you're trying it out, don't give up. Right. Be kind to That's, yourself. That's a big thing, right? And, 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 and know that even us that have been meditating on a daily basis for, at least I do, for, you know, a long time or whatever, I still have those days where I'm like, yeah, this ain't working. This oh, ain't yeah. At all. You know what I mean? Like, well, you and, know, and the, I'm lucky to get 30 seconds in a, in a <laughs> half hour meditation of, ooh, zone. Which is better than nothing. Which is better right. than nothing. One and of the things the I, I tell my students is start with five minutes. Don't yeah. try to overwhelm yourself. Yeah. Start with five minutes a day for a week and see what happens. Yeah. Right. By the end of yeah. the week, you're or probably start doing start 10. with a minute if you need to. Start, yeah. If you've yeah. never done it before and you're not someone, if you happened upon this podcast and don't, whatever, try a minute. Or try a guided meditation. Mm -hmm. Like for my husband, he needs a guided meditation. He <laughs> needs someone telling him what to do kind of thing. Focus. Yeah. <laughs> that focuses the mind in a different way. I but did a 10-week right. meditation. But it's okay though. Like it's still, you will still see the benefits from it. You yeah. will. And it doesn't have to be that kind of a meditation. I mean, I did a 10-week one years and years ago with one of the, Beth Israel had, um, and we did guided meditation. We did walking meditation. We wow. did, I mean, we did a whole bunch of different things because not the same thing works yeah. to everybody or at the same time, even knitting, if you know what you're doing when, when I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. Knitting. Was stressful. <laughs> um, but, but knitting, coloring. a pattern. Coloring. Yeah. yeah. Coloring. So before I started meditating, I was very into coloring mandalas, mm. not realizing what it was doing for me. Yes. Right. Really cool. Um, and actually, last year at the Catskill Animal Sanctuary was the first time that I had ever done a walking meditation, was mm -hmm. with our group. And I at first was like, there's no way. But holy cow. I mean, first of all, you're with a, we were with a, a good sized group, like 20 yeah. 
people maybe five i think almost and it was just us and the animals and it was it was unbelievable it was such mm -hmm. a cool experience yeah that was a great place to be yeah um I'm trying to think if we have any other questions. Well, I just have one question and people can find this out if they go to Kelly's site, but do you, you said you teach, do you do online teaching? Do you do in-person teaching? I do in-person teaching. Okay. Um, I, I teach uh, all levels of um, the let animals lead method and I teach um, um, at shelters and I teach uh, human Reiki. Okay. Right now my, I, uh, my classes are kind of on hold, obviously, and I teach at the hospital um, and so it's like well nobody wants to go there although it may be the cleanest place but yeah so things yeah. are all on hold but but yeah I do teach animal and human Reiki um, I teach for the shelter animal Reiki Association um, I've done some traveling for them around um, I, I want to plug us really quickly um, that we're a nonprofit and um, our goal is to get um, Reiki into shelters and sanctuaries around the globe we're a worldwide organization. Um, we have members, both uh, animal shelter members and sanctuary members and volunteers around the globe. Um, and we train staff. Uh, and then we have our, some of our volunteers will go in and work with local shelters like I do. Um, we train the staff for free because we feel like it's really important that they mm -hmm. understand and you know, have, have tools because it's such a stressful job for them. Um, so our mission is to just keep expanding and really getting the word of the benefits of um, Reiki out to shelter for shelter animals. So if somebody goes to your site, they'll be able to get information. Um, because a lot of people do shelter work, but maybe not the same focus, the same way that may have an interest if they hear this podcast. Mm -hmm. So by going to your site, they should be able to get some information on, on what you were talking about. Yeah, or they can go to the Shelter Animal Reiki Association, totally spelled out. Org. Okay. We have a nice website, some blogs on there, and um, and you know, great information about what we're doing, where we are. Um, we're, like I said, I was in India. We have um, a shelter in India that we have worked with. I got to work with elephants at Wildlife SOS. Uh, they're not. Yeah, that was awesome. They're not um, members yet, but hopefully someday. Um, but we've got um, some uh, shelters in South America, Japan, Canada, UK, all over the place. That's yeah, awesome. Italy. I mean, it's a bunch of them. Yeah. Well, this is for so those of you guys who don't know and, and who haven't, because we never know who, how anybody's listening, if they're listening on Apple Podcasts or through one of our individual websites. But if you go to the psychicwives.com, uh, we do have a tab called guests. And if you click on guests, you will be able to find Kelly's information there that's going to take you a link to her um, contact information, et cetera. So that's one of the places. Um, that you can find it. So are we ready for our questions? I think we are. Kathy, do you have them pulled up? I do have them pulled okay, up. Cool. So I will ask, so Kelly, you know, I, we say this every time, just full disclosure that these are not questions we came up with. They're from a couple different, po uh, one is a podcast that I listened to that I love that I stole their question from. And a couple of the other questions I stole from Inside the Actor Studio with James Lipton, which was one of my favorite shows to watch. And I loved his question answer session. Mm -hmm. So we're incorporating it too, but um, can you tell us what your religious or spiritual upbringing was? Uh, I was born into an Irish Catholic family. <laughs> Kelly McDermott. <laughs> 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 Couldn't get away. 
Gotcha. And was, was, uh, your Catholicism a big part of your growing up or was it just like, Oh yeah, I'm an Irish Catholic and we go to church. Uh, so. You have to go to church. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I went, I went to Catholic <laughs> school till I was in eighth grade. Okay. And then, yeah. and then I was, I was running free and loose and, yeah. <laughs> and lost all interest <laughs> after that. That happens. That happens. It's interesting. Yeah. interesting. Yeah. Um, oh, I, I seem like I'm always asking the same questions, but they're the most interesting ones to me. So I'm going to ask this one. If you could have dinner with one person dead or alive, who would it be? It would be my dad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My dad was kind of the catalyst for me to get into all of this. Cause oh, that's his, awesome. Yeah, he was, he was um, in the hospital and um, getting ready to transition, and I felt really helpless. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when I came home, Reiki kind of got on my radar, and I was like, you know, and actually we had gone to Japan because my dad, when we were in high school, I was in high school, I was in Japan for a year, and I thought, you know, maybe that'll be different. Maybe I'll try that. And then that's I was cool. like, oh, I can help. Oh, that's, oh that's, that's how I got into it. And I, I always kind of think that my dad was a princer on that. Yeah, there you go. That's I awesome. I bet. And um, if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Welcome home. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Cool. awesome. Well, Kelly, thank you so much. for. Wait, let's mention the, her. Um, Kelly okay. is offering. Ah. This is, this is um, such a generous offer. So we often do um, have our guests who are willing to provide discounts, you know, a certain percentage off their services or whatever um, with all of the, the bit of madness that we're all experiencing with this coronavirus pandemic. Um, Kelly is offering $5 distance Reiki sessions for either yourself or your animal. Mm-hmm. Um, from not, now to April 14th, April 15th. is it? April 15th. Tax day. <laughs> not any tax day. Now tax day is off. you with your taxes also. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but, so yeah, if you so want to... Um, yeah, so again, I just want to clarify, not $5 off, but a $5... $5 a session. Which is an amazing, amazing, amazing offer, Kelly. That is just, it's it's above and beyond. And and thank you so much um, for doing that. It's it's kind yeah. of paying everything forward. Right. Um, and we just absolutely love that. So if you're interested okay. in the session, again, click on our guest thing, find Kelly's website and let her know that you heard that here um, from the Psychic Wives. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and I did want to also clarify, I don't teach online, but Kathleen Prasad does have um, classes online. And um, so you can go to her website, um, Animal Reiki Source, and and check that out. Um, I, I don't know if she has one coming up, but she, obviously she's a fabulous teacher. That's why I still study with her. Right. And um, you know, a lot of us are trying to, you know, get our footing on how we're going to proceed for a while now that we're not able to, you know, we're kind of restricted. So um, if you, you're looking for some way to fill your time and you have a serious interest in animal Reiki, that's the way to go. Awesome. Absolutely. Perfect. This has been great, Kelly. Really. Thank you, ladies. I love talking to you all. That was yeah. fun. Thank you. Thank you so much. So as everybody knows, you can always listen to our podcasts on Apple Podcasts. You can find us on the psychicwives.com, on our individual um, uh, websites, and you can also find us on Facebook at, at the Psychic Wives. Um, and we give you a variety of stuff. And please, please, please let us know um, if you have questions or whatever. Even if you have questions for Kelly, we can, sorry, I'm throwing you under the bus there, Kelly, yeah. but if uh, you have questions. questions for Kelly, let us know. We'll get them to her 
and, what I do. <laughs> you know, yeah, exactly. Um, so, uh, and, and also please feel free to let us know if you have any um, topics that you want us to discuss. But for now, thank you so much, Kelly. We yeah, appreciate it. Thank you. Um, what a bright spot in my day. Yay! Awesome. awesome. And we will see everybody on our next episode. Bye. Bye.